0: Coach, coming up on Inside Tiger Football, brought to you by Rib Crib. We're going to have your quarterback, Cooper Bates, along with defensive tackle, Carson Ernston. Two guys that you're mm-hmm. very familiar with. Oh, man, I had it and I screwed it up. All right, three, two, one. Welcome to Inside Tiger Football, episode three, brought to you by Rib Graber, joined by head coach Josh Blankenship of Broken Arrow. Coach, a lot of positives to take away on offense against Union, 247 total yards of offense against the Red Hawks. I know it's still not exactly where you want it, but you got to be pleased about how they played and bounced back after that Bentonville loss.
1: Yeah, pretty low bar after that first game. Uh, you know, if we could even just get a snap at times and we look a little bit more functional than we did the first week. Um, the guys really did a good job of... Uh, focusing on what the plan was um, which you know looked complicated um, but the kids picked up on it pretty quick and you know by the end of the week it was sharp and clean Um, and then going into the game I was really pleased especially the first half with uh, uh, how tough they played how focused they were Um, I didn't even think they got too high at halftime you know having the lead there at half uh, they were pretty dialed in A couple of uh, little mental errors to get the drive started in the second half was really critical. You know, we we really needed to take advantage of having scored right before half and then getting the ball in the second half. And we didn't take advantage of that. And that was probably my most disappointing moment Mm -hmm. there in the offensively for the game was us not really taking advantage there. Um, But overall, uh, you know, Cooper Bates um, was what we wanted him to be and need him to be. Um, We really grew a lot up front uh, in our run blocking. Uh, We've got to get better at pass pro. We all know that. Um, And then we had, you know, the guys that you – we expect, at least uh, as coaching staff, to show up. Caleb Barnett did some things that a lot of people don't even see um, that were huge. And then, obviously, Octavian was the one. Uh, that most people saw really splash and and show up and have a big game.
0: You brought up Cooper Bates. I mean, he completed fifty percent of his passes and was able to spread out that offense. I, I mean, he's starting to dial it in a little bit and going off of the offense that you're trying to put together. It seems like
1: yeah, Coop, Coop's the mainstay. I mean, uh, he's the guy that you uh, are you know concerned with the least, uh, other than staying healthy mm-hmm. and, and you know keeping him. Um, you know, but he's the guy that's the steady one. Um, it's it's giving. Uh, those other guys, what they need to get traction as a group. Um, but Coop is the steady Eddie, man. He's the guy that's poised. He's he's kind of trying to elevate that group around him to keep going and and uh, obviously got a little traction uh, in that game finally, and hopefully we can continue to progress.
0: You brought up Octavian. I mean, 71-yard touchdown to the house, over mm-hmm. 100 yards. I mean, he's, we, we kind of bring it up almost every episode, but, I mean, he's still a freshman. Yeah. He came into the lineup – But starting this game, I mean, how special is he becoming just right now? And I know it's still a long ways to go.
1: Yeah, uh, Cabry, you know, was our Cabry Harris is our senior that we were really uh, excited to have back uh, leading the leading the charge at running back. And then uh, he was out for this game. Um, So Octavian really had to step up. And, you know, it's it was, you know, no time to grow into it. It's here you go. You know, it doesn't matter what what that nine is next (laughs) year. Next year roster name is uh, it's your time. And uh, I thought he ran with it well. Um, was poised, comfortable, especially after getting that first one that popped and took it all the way to the end zone. You could really see him settle and and really focus in.
0: And on special teams, Hunter Martin's 40-yard field goal in the third quarter. I mean, kickers, they always get labeled, you know, the positive and negative kind of falls Mm -hmm. on them, but... I mean, he's kind of been a mainstay for you, especially yep. on special teams.
1: Well, he, he had a great year for us last year, and so having him back is a luxury. Um, we've got some other kids that can really boom it, um, but he's the guy, you know, we, we talk about trust and, and guys that have been in those moments, and we had him out there. We put him out there uh, two times, I think, the previous week that were, you know, not gimmies, and we didn't connect on them, um, but gave him another opportunity for even a longer one, uh, and everything about it was clutch, so the protection up front, the snap, the hold. Uh, keaton johnson on the hold is really committed to doing that and doing it really well and uh, then obviously hunter finishing it off with putting it between the uprights was big
0: now take me back to the touchdown before halftime what Mm -hmm. kind of a wacky fumble uh, but a very heads-up play as well for your for just your core of offensive players i mean break it all down for me (laughs)
1: Well, there was the live version, so we're on the, uh, you know, we're on the visitors sideline. We we were, I think we called a timeout, or they, we called a timeout Mm -hmm. with three seconds left, trying to decide if we wanted to kick a field goal or go for it, knowing it was going to be, you know, the last play of the half. Uh, Decided to go for it. Uh, Ran a QB sneak. Um, So all I saw was a scrum, you know, the, the the mob right there, like a rugby scrum right there at the goal line. I see the official on the far sideline. I see his beanbag go out, which usually means the ball is out. And then like two seconds after he threw his beanbag, he signals touchdown, and then the melee ensues. (laughs) So I didn't know what had happened other than I saw the beanbag and touchdown signaled. Uh, And then you see the film, and it was pretty much that way, the scrum. uh, The ball all of a sudden trickles out of that, that scrum and is laying right there on the goal line. And you see little Caleb Barnett run around the whole defense in the end zone. I don't know how he saw it in the first place. Runs around full speed, picks it up, and holds it up in the air and starts jumping up and down. They signal touchdown, and, and that's how we finish the half.
0: I'm glad you brought up Barnett. Yeah. A senior guy that has been here for a long time, to be that intelligent, to pay attention, that the whistle wasn't blown. Right. I mean, some of these things you can't teach. It just becomes natural for a player. I mean – just tell me how special he is in just in that moment.
1: He's, he is, exactly. And I don't know how you describe it. There's guys that, uh, you know, on defense, you talk about ball hawks. They just <laughs> seem to be the guy that always find their way to the turnovers, the guy that find their way to the big hit on the ball carrier. Uh, offensively, Caleb, um, for all the things that people do see in his explosiveness, there's so much that they don't see that he is uh, unbelievably uh, uh, explosive, uh, obviously. But he's very, very physical. He's ve- He's got a very high football IQ. Um, you know, we've got a, a victory play where the quarterback, you know, takes a knee, run out the clock, and, and one of his jobs is right there by the quarterback, and you teach them, you know, right there in that situation that their priority is to see the ball, you know, the exchange on the snap, make sure we're not fumbling the snap, see that before you do anything else, um, which is a simple little thing, but mm-hmm. we practice it, and this wasn't quite that, but for some reason he still was aware of where the ball was, uh, even though we couldn't see it on our sideline.
0: Do you remember what you said to him in the locker room? I'm, I'm assuming it was congrats and I stuff like that. I didn't even know.
1: I didn't even know he was the one that had okay. scored. I didn't know wh- h- who scored, who picked up the ball. I just knew a beanbag went down, and then it was a touchdown. That's the best part it about out in all film. this. Yeah, later on.
0: Well, coming up on the other side, we're going to break down the defensive performance with head coach Josh Blankenship. We're inside Tiger Football, brought to you by Rib Crib. Stay with us; there's plenty to get to. Tulsa Bone and Joint northeast oklahoma's sports medicine experts we are pleased to help you and the
1: athletes in your life with a number of surgical and non-surgical options tulsa bone and joint is proud to serve as team orthopedist for local high schools such as broken arrow Owasso, sepulpa kasha hall and bishop kelly we're also proud to be team orthopedist for fc tulsa tulsa bone and joint
0: moving life forward Your side hustle keeps you moving. We'll help you get where you really want to (coughs) go. TTCU Federal Credit Union. Life is better in balance. Welcome back to Inside Tiger Football, brought to you by Rib Crib. We're joined by head coach Josh Blanketship. We're going to break down the defensive performance against Union. You knew going into this matchup against Shaker Riceage, it was going to be a very big challenge. How do you think you did overall stopping that junior quarterback?
1: I, you know, obviously we went into it and we talked about it's, uh It's not going to be really stopping. It's going to be containing. And uh, I think I, uh, of all the facets of the game uh, last week, I think our defense performance was what I was most most pleased with. Um, You know, they got their yardage. uh, They got their stats. um, But we were in a position to win the game because of how the defense played. You know, they did a phenomenal job of being where they were supposed to be. Um, You know, a quarterback with those kind of weapons, he was able to find little uh, weaknesses in the coverages and and be able to dink and dunk and crease things. But the guys rallied to the football, got the guys down. Um, I think we had four – or excuse me, two uh, uh, fourth down stops Mm – um, those are turnovers. Those are huge. And uh, when we're we're starting to see that kind of production, uh, steady play, um, I I really have felt good about our our front and our box. I think I mentioned that still after the first week, um, young guys up there doing it, but but really really doing well and producing. And then the back end uh, really grew a lot from week one to week two. And we were down a couple more guys, and so we had a uh, you know new guys rolling in there. In a big game, and really did a good job locking and doing their jobs.
0: I'm I'm glad you brought up the box and those front seven mm. because 100 yards rushing, you guys held the Redhawks under that. They only had about five yards per carry. I mean, did you know that going into it that that was probably going to be the outcome for you guys? Because the defense has been playing so well, or is it just a combination of just great players as well?
1: Yeah, it's it's it, this is a moving. Uh, target for Mm -hmm. us you know this is an ongoing growth process and so you know I don't really get into the prediction of you know what we're going to be or how good we're going to be at certain facets Um, um, I'm hopeful you know with our front and our box uh, that we continue to really squeeze on that run game and continue to get better and better and better and then pressure on the quarterback in those passing situations as any coach would want Um, but I'm starting to see uh, the trend in that direction of being a strength of our defense Um, you know we've got a uh, Fourteen-year-old that Carter Archer that started at nose guard and uh, just physically was dominant in that game against a you know a, a big-time offensive line and uh, for for him to show up and then then some other guys at defensive line and certainly linebacker um, really pleased especially growing not only you know week to week but against the opponents that they're going to um, in big moments that's uh, very very encouraging.
0: I'm glad you brought that up about Carter because the kid just yeah. turned 14. I mean. Do you ever just sit back and go? I'm teaching a kid, literally a kid here, and by the time he gets to a senior, he's going to have this like the back of his hand.
1: Yeah, we're hoping it's by the mid season. Sure. You know? uh, <laughs> not only him, but uh, you know all the you know you got Braden Hardeman uh, playing uh, corner, uh, sophomore, and is uh, really really playing well. Not only in coverage and his responsibilities in pass coverage, but but the way he's coming up and fitting in the run game uh, is fearless and physical. Um, and I could name, you know, guy after guy after guy that, um, you know, I don't want to wait till next year or when they're seniors. Um, you know, I want to see it this year. And that's why we're throwing them in the fire now, uh, especially non-district play. We want to go win every daggum game we play. Um, and we're going to make plans to do that. We're going to prep to do that. We're going to train to do that. Um, but, you know, you hear us nonstop. The goal is to be Red Hawk come playoffs. Um, you know, we've got this game that we want to go win, the Patriot Bowl, and then we've got a bye week. Um, to really continue to grow and get better before we start district play and, and then then you start counting them. is
0: gone the days of let's wait till they're seniors like the way everything else is with life it's it's now or never type attitude like even if they are 14, it's better to throw them in the fire now to get them ready, especially on defense.
1: Well, every year is unique. I mean, th- th- it's the case this year. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, those we're we're not doing something uh, for you know the purpose of what it's going to be next year. Um, this is what we believe in right now. Um, you know, this isn't for uh, you know three weeks from now. Um, this is for right now, and now we we are excited about what the future is going to be because these guys are thrown in the fire right now. Um, you know, they're taking their lumps. They're they're you know exposing their strengths and weaknesses. They're staying coachable right now you know that's the fun thing about young kids is is their sponges um you know so you can coach the mess out of them um but i'm i'm really really pleased with the the seniors that are still leading too uh you got cooper and carson ernston and and some other captains and and guys that they're fully aware that they're surrounded by young kids that are uh got to contribute to win games and, and they're embracing it and leading the way
0: for Union, they went three of seven on third downs, just one of four on fourth downs. You, you touched on the fact that your defensive leadership with the upperclassmen has helped pay dividends as well. But th- that's got to be some big positives you could look ahead to for when the season continues.
1: Yeah, you know, ultimately, it's how much did we improve? Uh, we didn't win the game. We've got to learn how to win games. Uh, it doesn't matter. I know our guys are excited that if we can continue progressing the way we are, they would love to play those guys again in the playoffs. Um, you know, that I, we've got to stay committed to the process so that we're in position to be able to do that. Uh, this gauntlet that we go through here at the beginning, you know, week one, uh, the Arkansas State runner-ups, uh, week two, uh, Union, and the uh, returning talent they have. Um, then you got Owasso, who's a State runner-up here in Oklahoma. You know, that's the type of three-game schedule that you're going to see in the playoffs. And, uh, you know, we didn't schedule it this way because we – Uh, wanted it hard on the front end or we wanted it you know it 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 just is what it is Um, but the approach that we're going to take is this is a dress rehearsal for what you ultimately want to do at the end of the season Um, so let's go win the game if we don't win the game let's see where we're at where we what we've got to do to get better so that next time we see these people we can beat them
0: Up next on Inside Tiger Football, brought to you by Rib Crib, we'll have more from head coach Josh Blankenship, along with quarterback Cooper Bates and defensive tackle Carson Ernston. Stay with us. There's plenty to get to. (laughs) Racing towards the end of the month? Ask about our early pay options. (laughs) TTCU Federal Credit Union. Life
1: is better in balance.
2: For families who like to build their wealth while staying liquid, we have flexible rate CDs to keep your funds working hard, even when you're not. First National Bank of Broken Arrow, the right balance.
0: Welcome back to Inside Tiger Football, brought to you by Rib Crib, I'm Dan Hawk. We're gonna get with head coach Josh Blanket chip in just a little bit, but we're joined right now by senior quarterback Cooper Bates and defensive tackle Carson Ernston. Guys, how are you feeling so far on this season? We'll start off with you, Carson. Um, I feel like we started off a little bit rough, but we definitely cleaned things
2: up, and we just got some little things to work on. But overall, I think yeah, we're we're,
3: uh, we're gonna get we're getting better at the season. We're gonna get hot at the end of the year and get ready for playoffs and go in there rolling.
0: Carson, I want to start off with you. Because you're on that defensive line, you see a clear vision of the quarterback and what that offense is going to bring to you. What do you get more amped up and excited about, just defending or going after that quarterback on the opposing side?
2: I don't know. It depends on the situation. I mean, pass downs, obviously, I love looking at that quarterback, seeing the fear in his eyes. But rundowns, I love getting next to the running back and just taking them down, so...
0: For you, because you've been in the program for such a long time, do you have a favorite memory or is there a memorable moment in your career playing football for Broken Arrow?
2: Sophomore year, I had a lot of seniors that, like, <laughs> kind of took me in as one of their own. And so i trying to carry on that tradition myself.
0: So. What is that like being the young guy in the room and there's a ton of seniors? Because Octavian's going through that now as yeah. a freshman. Yeah. It's, it's
2: weird because it's like I, don't, I looked up to him so much for sure. And uh, –
0: uh, it just felt normal by the end of it, for sure. Now, this summer, I saw on Twitter you've been putting up some big-time numbers in the weight room. Yeah. I, you know, I, weight room life, it's a grind. I mean, you can't just get in there and expect to do a lot. How did you buy in with the philosophy of the strength coach to, you know, I'm going to I'm gonna put up some impressive numbers to get ready for football season?
2: Well, the seniors that I was friends with sophomore year, he Trey Federoff was one of them. He was benching 315, so uh, that was one of my goals right there.
0: Now, i going to go with you, Cooper. Uh, you dual-sport athlete, baseball and football. Do you have a favorite? Uh, you know, I know you got Coach sitting right next <laughs> to you, so I, I expect the answer that he's going to want to hear, but do you have a favorite that you get to play?
3: It's pretty much whatever's in season. Um, when it's football season, I'm ready to play football. I want to play football, and then when it turns into spring and baseball season, I'm geeked up for baseball. Now, in your
0: younger career, you told me defensive line, and – you're still doing two spots on the football field, punning and being a quarterback. Do you have
3: another favorite one that you like to do? Uh, Punting's just the extra thing I can do. <laughs> uh, I always could kick when I was younger. I was a kicker and kick field goals and all that. But
1: so we don't ask Coop a whole lot of what he <laughs> wants to do. It's like here's the next thing you're doing. So, <laughs>
0: so I was gonna ask you yeah.
1: though. I'm assuming it's not always common to have
0: a quarterback be your punter. I mean, I've seen some other teams do it, but when you give him that trust, I mean, how mm. important is that that he can manage both roles? Well, Coach? that's
1: that's the biggest factor, what you said, is trust. I mean, there's guys that can boom the ball, but maybe they're not going to get it off in a timely fashion. There's guys that, uh, you know, maybe they've got a good leg, but, um, you know, they're, they're maybe not ready enough for the big moment to actually catch a snap or maybe a snap that's a little higher, or a snap that's dribbling back to them. Uh, whatever the scenario is, you know, you got guys coming at you, that's a lot of pressure. Um, so there's a huge trust factor that uh, really is the premier reason why he he takes that role.
0: And I got to ask for the both of you, for you, what's it like being the quarterback? And for you, Coach, what's it like knowing that you have a guy that's so bought in being that quarterback? We'll start with you,
3: Coop. Yeah, um, I mean, I love being quarterback. It's it's fun. It's It's not – I mean, it's mentally hard, but like physically – um, I just need to know where I'm throwing and where I'm running the ball. But I I love being quarterback. It's an easy job. Yeah, I feel like easy job, but I, I don't think it's always
0: easy managing it.
1: Though. No, but what he's used <laughs> to is he's used to being the the face of that group. Um, I think he's been that for a long long time. And um, again, you you know, are there guys that maybe are twitchier that could carry the ball a little bit more explosively? Um, maybe you know, and and we've got some of those guys. Are there guys that maybe have a stronger arm, uh, maybe, you know, but but the trigger man, the guy that's leading that group, um, he's got to have a poise and a toughness about him that uh, Coop just exudes. And uh, the guys want to follow that, and the guys follow his leadership. Um, that gives us the best chance.
0: Now I want to ask you about Carson over here. Mm-hmm. He, they told me earlier, nine years together, and there's probably some other guys that have had that bond, but knowing that football is all that he loves to do, I mean, how special is he as a defensive tackle for you?
1: Well, I challenged him in the off season to uh, you know expand his 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 value. Like, what else can he do to contribute? And so he was one of the few that really really bought into playing both sides of the ball. And uh, so I I won't be shocked if he ends up uh, getting a lot of reps at offensive line at some point during the season, in addition to what he's doing on the defensive line. And and uh, you can make that a um, a team wide philosophy, but there's some guys that certainly believe in it and buy in more than others. And he was one of the ones that did that.
0: For you as a head coach your goal is to win football games on Friday mm. nights but then get these guys to the next level playing a sport and potentially baseball for mm. Cooper football I mean football might be in the back of his uh, pocket as well mm. I mean how, what do you see out of these two moving forward
1: I see that they have a heart to go play and they love competing and to me that's the that's the first thing is is do they really 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 love to compete and if they do then no matter uh, what opportunity comes their way at the next level they're more likely to go do it and stick with it um, whether it's baseball, whether it's uh, football, and both of them got some opportunities o- over the summer, um, you know, in football and baseball. Um, so they're they're going to get more opportunities. Um, but the secret to that is what do they do on Friday nights, you know, and what what film are they putting out there to show that they do their jobs and do their jobs at a high level consistently.
0: How can you two relate because you're on opposite sides of the ball? How, how can the two of you relate to help one another to win games on Friday nights? We'll start well, with you, Carson.
2: Well, I mean, I've – in practice a lot, I'm with uh, offense, so I was actually with him the other day. But I mean, like we're together like majority of the time, so. And I like getting up in his face when I'm on defense and he's on <laughs> offense. So,
3: is he a guy that you want to have up
0: in your face on defense? No,
3: never. <laughs> Break down his defensive ability for me. Yeah, he can definitely bull rush the whole line, get <laughs> knock them on their butt, and ha- sometimes they he knocks them on their butt and they fall into me and end up getting the tackle that way instead of really wrapping me up. But yeah, I think the what we both can what we both do is like we do good with leadership. We can uh, we make sure that the boys trust us and uh, can count on us to be there for them. Who's more of the jokester in the locker room? Oh, I would definitely say me for sure.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and uh, what makes you funny
2: in the locker room? I don't know. I just like I just like messing with people. <laughs> but when it's time to get serious, it's, oh, yeah. it's all
0: serious. Yeah. Wrapping it up with you t- two guys, how special is it for you to get an offer to play at your respective sports at the next level? Because I know there's a lot of hard work that's involved in that, and I know the job's not done. I, you know, I hope to see more offers out of the both of you, but just where it is right now, how special is it to know that you're both going to continue to play at the collegiate level? It's awesome. Like, it's something that I've been thinking about since I was younger, for sure. And
2: actually, on the drive home from Southwestern, I texted him with a screenshot of the, the uh, offer
0: graphic. And I was I was super excited. Before we get to you, Coop, what was that like for you, Coach, getting that offer letter just in a text yeah, message?
1: It just it's a reward. I mean, you know, you want them to have uh, as many tangible rewards as possible for the grind, the work. Um, you know, and and it's there's no guarantee that they're right. going to get that, and so when they do, um, it's you know anything to celebrate, man. It's it's huge.
0: What about for you, Coop, when you got that first offer?
1: Yeah, no, it felt really good. I was—I
3: mean, I was really excited, but I'm just glad that I'm going to be able to either uh, play football or baseball in the future and don't have to give up my first love and all that stuff. One final
0: question, Patriot Bowl. It's a big one. You know how special this is. Coach knows the other coach very well. For you guys, how, how big is this matchup with Owasso? It's huge. I
2: actually know some of the uh, O-line guys over there, so it'll definitely be a big competition for us.
3: Yeah, and then sophomore, junior year, we haven't we never, we never, haven't won this, and I, I think it's our turn to win it now, ready to win it. I love that, guys. I appreciate you stopping by. I'm coming up
0: next, Inside Tiger Football, brought to you by Ripker, but we'll break it all down with head coach Josh Blankenship to get one final look at Owasso. Life happens in a hurry. Our money experts will help you keep up. TTCU Federal Credit Union –
2: Life is better in balance. At Ascension St. John, you'll find advanced heart care, brain and spine care, and personalized cancer care. And we excel just as much in the things that can't be measured, listening more closely, caring more compassionately.
0: Welcome back to Inside Tiger Football brought to you by Rib Crib. We're joined by head coach Josh Blankenship. Great stuff out of your two players. I got to dive into this Patriot Bowl because you know this head coach, very familiar with him. and mm. It's brought up every single year, but what does this game mean to when you have to face your father?
1: Uh, it's it's. I know people don't believe this, but that's on the back burner. I mean, it, you know, I'm consumed with what the Broken Arrow Tigers need, uh, this group. Um, what we need to be for these guys, what we've got to do in practice to keep getting better, what we've got to do on Friday night to win the game. Um, I'm obsessed and consumed with our guys, our team, our program. Um, you know, it's it's a fascinating thing for everybody to talk about. Um, mm-hmm. I'm grateful for the fact that I get the opportunity to coach against my dad. I think we're going to uh, really reflect when this is all over and, and cherish those, those times. Um, you know, but it is – uh, the, the other thing I'm grateful for is it's a little bit more normal. You know, it's not the first time where I didn't know what the emotions might be. Um, so I'm over it. Um, doesn't mean it's easy, but it's it's easier to block out and focus on our guys.
0: Do either one of you text during this week or call, mm. or do you pretty much just say, I'll see you in a week?
1: Um, you know, we've kind of got our routine things that we do to communicate, um, you know, in general, checking in on each other. Um, and then we always run into each other at uh, uh, my kid's, games you know so like yesterday my daughter had a volleyball tournament my seventh grader uh, had a volleyball tournament out in Owasso so sitting there with my wife uh, mom and dad uh, over there in Owasso's gym watching you know Broken Arrow seventh graders play volleyball so it's a a lot of a lot of life is just normal, and uh, then then we'll see each other Friday night, and then I'm sure we'll talk the next day.
0: And not just facing your father. I mean, the Patriot Bowl it's become even something even bigger. I mean, mm-hmm. do you, do you sit back and think about that at all? About how special it's become just itself?
1: No, um, you know, it, it is. It, it's something that I probably take for granted. You know, mm-hmm. the the big moments that these kids get to have and experience, but. I really am consumed with, um, you know, what we need to do to put our kids in position to go have success, um, to go find a way to win a game. Um, that's what I'm obsessed with right now. We, we, You know, a win is the deodorant for every uh, minor issue, irritation, annoyance, um, all those things that as an aggregate end up being just gross. You know, and if you've got two losses in a row – um, it just feels gross. And, and a win is the cure for a lot of things that keep you on track for what you're trying to do uh, throughout a season.
0: So, when you're breaking down the film, mm-hmm. you, I mean, you know your father's schemes in a lot of ways. Uh, what do you see out of the Rams on film this time around?
1: Uh, a team that plays with the swagger like they played in a state championship last fall. Um, you know, very talented, uh, similarly talented, I think, to Union in a lot of facets. Uh, you know, defensively, they're very well coached. Um, obviously skilled and talented, but the very well coached and fly to the football, um, I think, is their greatest uh, attribute on defense. Um, offensively, um, you know, the, the offensive line is what's getting all the notoriety um, and the attention. But their their skill kids are explosive. Um, they had a um, a receiver that really came into his own last year, and then they've got a new kid, um, Chalk, I believe, mm-hmm. uh, that is unbelievably explosive and really hit his stride against Jinx last week. And then they've got, I think they've got a QB that they've started to settle in on. That uh, you know his, I think his job is just to distribute it to all those playmakers. Um, So very talented. Works cut out for us, but it's you know broken record. It's a gauntlet every week in in six a one.
0: You brought up the receivers, Jakari Thomas and Deuce Chalk Chalk coming over from Mm -hmm. Booker T. When you look at those receivers because they've played a lot of football, what's the explosiveness that they bring to the table? just being out on the football field for the Rams?
1: Oh, they're a constant threat. I mean, it's not a deal that you can just go cover zero the whole time and stop the run. You know, you've got dynamic players out there. They're going to expose what you're doing if you get careless. Um, very similar, though, to what we dealt with last week. I mean, that they, they, you have a dynamic offense that's very versatile and able to attack you in a bunch of ways, and you've got to play sound. And, and, you know, that's not new. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's a plus when you have those weapons offensively for whoever's got those weapons. Um, but, but the job on defense remains the same. Is you got to play sound defense, do your job, and fly around, be physical, and tackle.
0: I know you guys want to get out of this week with a win, bye week coming up. Do you mm-hmm. preach that to the boys at all, or is it just let's focus in on Owasso right now and worry about the bye week when it comes?
1: Uh, we're not talking about the bye week, for sure. Uh, it's all about this week. 1-0 uh, is the mentality. Uh, that applies where you're coming off a win, whether you're coming off a loss. Um, that applies in the middle of a game, play by play. You know, we you know we've been trying to train the guys not not to be afraid to fail. Mm-hmm. You know, if you if you make a mistake and you come over the sideline, be coachable. Let's get coached up and go reset on the next rep. Go one and zero on the next rep. Uh, you have a big play, let's celebrate it. But you still got to turn the page, reset, and we got to go one and zero on the next play. So we're we're hyper focused on this game for Friday, and that's it. Now, even shorter vision than that, we're focused on our practice today. You know, it's it's that's the ultimate goal right now is are we dialed in for this practice that we got to have today to get, get get everything out of it that we've got to get
0: I got to ask you one more you talked about the scheduling how you want to play these tough teams get you ready for playoffs and whatnot does that add to it as well with two back-to-back games on the road
1: you know it's tough it's a challenge but again you know it's it's not the way we you know it's not a dream uh setup in the schedule it's just what it is and so we're going to embrace it um, but even in, you get into the playoffs and you're going to go through a gauntlet to get to the gold ball. Um, those oftentimes are on the road or neutral. Um, so even your, uh, your last two games, you play in the semifinals, you don't, that's going to feel on the road. It's going to be a neutral site. So it may not be a home field advantage for who you're playing, but it is still a travel game. Um, and then obviously we know the championship's going to be in Edmond at UCO. That is a travel game. Even if they give you the, the oh. H next to your, your name on the, you know, on the program, um, you're going to finish on the road on uh, those last two games, and so it's great training. It's great rehearsal for what these guys are going to have to do when they when they go chase a goal ball.
0: Coach, I want to thank you so much for stopping by for Inside Tiger Football, brought to you by Rib Crib. I also want to thank quarterback Cooper Bates and defensive tackle Carson Ernston. We will be live at Owasso 7:30 with Madison Dildine on the sideline. Devin Johnson will be off this week. My color analyst will be Dustin Smith. Kickoff is set for 7:30. Until next time, go tight. You know, I got more uh, compliments on my blooper with you at the beginning of the take last week, where I said, I screwed, I was like, ah, man, and then you laughed in the background (laughs) like that.